The Knicks are showing us a very concerning trend to start the season. Even though they're beating the teams that they should beat, and they are 11-7 on the season, so well above 500, they are showing us some concerning trends when they're going up against the elite teams or the top-tier teams. We're going to break all of this down and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. We are starting to see a very concerning stat for the New York Knicks. If you've been following this team like I have to start the season, then you've seen it too. The Knicks are actually off to a surprisingly good start. They are 11-7 on the season like I stated at the top of the video. But not only that, they are beating the teams that they should beat, dominating them in some regard. Past Nick teams would not be able to do that. You couldn't say that. In some cases, they would play down to their competition or they would lose against those teams. This Knicks team, you can't say that about them. They are beating those teams. But against the Boston Celtics of the world, against Minnesota Timberwolves of the world, and as of recent, the Phoenix Suns of the world, you can clearly see when the Knicks are pressed by these clear top elite teams, there's a difference, a clear difference. And it's a very extremely concerning difference. Shout out to New York Basketball on the app X for reporting the following. The Knicks are currently 9-0 because this was written when the Knicks just lost the Phoenix Suns. Since then, they beat the Hornets and the Detroit Pistons. So because of that, they are currently 9-0 versus teams at or below .500. However, the concerning trend is here. The Knicks are currently 2-7 versus teams above .500. That's the biggest differential in the NBA right now. I don't know about you guys, but seeing that is absolutely concerning. This is a concerning trend. Don't get me wrong. Does it feel good watching the Knicks beat the Pistons, beat the Hornets, destroy the Hawks? Absolutely. I love to see it. I love watching the Knicks do that. And I'll always love to see the Knicks do that. However, the concerning trend, watching the Knicks go up against these upper echelon type of teams, these top tier teams, they keep losing, they keep getting beaten, or they hang around with the team for some quarters. And then one of the quarters, they just stop hanging around and that team explodes on them and they win the game. We've seen it a number of times against these good teams, against the Boston Celtics and definitely against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We see it when the Knicks are pushed and challenged, even against the Phoenix Suns, a Phoenix Suns team that didn't have Kevin Durant and just had Devin Booker. We saw that team take it to the Knicks and push them to places that they didn't want to go or maybe they couldn't go. We saw Jalen Brunson. We saw him respond. We saw him do all the things that make him JB. But we needed other people to respond. We can't just have it be Jalen Brunson. We need other players. And games like this, games like the things that we saw against the Phoenix Suns, against the Boston Celtics, against the Minnesota Timberwolves, they let you know exactly what the Knicks need. They need more scoring. They need more shooting but they also need a player that can independently get their own shot, but also impact the game without being asked to impact the game. 
right now, players like Quentin Grimes are on the floor and it's like they won't or they're not willing to move from their spot. They're only willing to stick in their corner spot because apparently that's what the coach tells them to do. But it doesn't mean don't play your game. Don't limit your game in order to do that. If you see a better position, you see an opening, you have to make the cut. You have to make the right read. But Grimes sometimes feels like he's just a little bit too hesitant to do that. And it hurts the Knicks because of that. And you can clearly see if the Knicks had another type of player who didn't have that type of issue, who could attack the paint, who could play with the starters a little bit better, they would likely complement the Knicks more and help this Knicks move on to the next level in this Eastern Conference. If Grimes was doing what he needed to do, hitting shots, the Knicks would probably have a better record today. That's how good the Knicks have actually been. You just haven't been able to see it because the Knicks haven't taken advantage of the three-point shots that they've been open for. Grimes has had so many open three-point shots and he's missed a handful of them. And that's why we can't have him in the starting unit because we've seen other players come off the bench and hit those shots. Dante DiVincenzo is one of them. And shout out to Tim Bontemps from ESPN for stating the following about the Knicks and what he thinks the Knicks have an issue with. When the Knicks lost to another elite team in the Phoenix Suns, ESPN Tim Bontemps summed up the loss in the following words. Really summed up where the Knicks are at. They're ultimately a try-hard team, and they're just too reliant on Julius Randle. He's just not good enough to get them ultimately where they want to go. As great as Jalen Brunson is, he's not Booker or Butler level. They're so obviously short that guy. Tim McMahon of ESPN said the following, The next blockbuster, there's a decent chance the Knicks are the ones who are making that deal. That was extremely well said by ESPN's Tim Bontemps. And honestly, I agree. You can see when the Knicks are pushed, they rely on Julius Randle and they rely on Jalen Brunson. Sometimes Jalen Brunson too much to an extent and he can't carry them each and every night. And he shouldn't have to carry that burden of carrying the Knicks each and every night on offense. It's just unfair to him, especially when on defense, he is taking so many charges. If you guys didn't know, the New York Knicks Jalen Brunson, a point guard, currently leads the league in charges drawn. Jalen Brunson, he does that on defense. To ask him to put his body on the line each and every night, draw those charges, and then do everything he needs to do on offense, carry the offensive load each and every night for this team, is unacceptable. He needs more help consistently. It has to be RJ Barrett. It has to be Julius Randle. It has to be Quentin Grimes. It has to be Dante DiVincenzo. It has to be Emmanuel Quickly. And if you don't have the pieces around Jalen Brunson to help him get there, to help him get another person on the team that he can rely on, that is consistent as well, then you have to make a trade. You have to trade for that player. And Tim McMahon of ESPN basically stated that the Knicks are likely going to be that next team to make a blockbuster trade. And can you blame them for saying that? Can you blame anybody for not even noticing that? The Knicks have been linked to so many of these big names since the offseason, but it's not for no reason. It's for a clear reason. Look at this Knicks team. They are at 11-7 on the season, and they don't even have a capable, consistent other person behind Jalen Brunson and at times behind Julius Randle. Not really. All of these top-tier teams come, 
and then the Knicks are pushed. They're pressed. And then they go back to their old habits. They go back to ISO play one-on-one because that's what happens when you're pressed and pushed. When somebody takes you out of your comfort zone, you respond by going back to what you know best. And what the Knicks do best, especially if they rely on Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, is going to be a lot of one-on-one and isolation play. And you basically see that when the Knicks are pressured against these top-tier teams. They have to respond differently. They have to move the ball, and they have to make sure everybody touches the ball so they're locked in and focused. If they do that, they'll be a better team. If they can get open shots for their better three-point shooters, they'll be a better team. And if they can make the adjustment, finally make the adjustment, bench Grimes and put somebody else in the starting unit, for me, it would be Emmanuel quickly. But since Tom Thibodeau is stubborn and not going to allow Emmanuel quickly to thrive with the starters and just keep him on the bench to get that energy off the bench, then start Dante DiVincenzo and watch that Villanova backcourt thrive with this Knicks roster. It already works. We see it work. And it's like if it doesn't happen and the starting unit doesn't become Dante DiVincenzo and Jalen Brunson in the backcourt, it's like my eyes are playing tricks on me and deceiving me. Because my eyes are telling me already. The stats already tell me it. But my eyes are telling me that Dante needs to start. And every single game I don't see him start, I question why Tom Thibodeau is doing this. Is it really because of the defense? Because I would argue Dante DiVincenzo's defense is pretty good as well too. It may not be all the way up there like Quentin Grimes. But it's still pretty high up there. And he gives you all the things you want to see from Quentin Grimes on offense. If it were me, I am starting Dante DiVincenzo tomorrow, and I'm not saying anything else about it. No questions asked. But what about you guys? What do you think about this concerning trend with the Knicks against these top-tier elite teams? Are you as concerned as I am? Let me know in the comments below, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.